Welcome to Kingdom Life Embassy. We're so glad you chose to tune in to another power-packed message by Dr. Maxwell Holland. If you are enjoying these podcasts, then connect with him on Facebook at Maxwell Holland. Thanks again for joining us. We hope you enjoy today's message. Amen and amen. This morning, the title of my sermon is Above Only. Look at your neighbor, say, Above Only. Look at your other neighbor, say, Above Only. Deuteronomy 28, 13, it says, And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not beneath. You will always come to the top. You will always rise to the top. Amen? In Deuteronomy chapter 28, it speaks of the blessings that come because of the blessing. Amen? It speaks of the blessings that comes because of the blessing in the first 14 verses of Deuteronomy chapter 28. And part and parcel, it says that you will be the head and not the, you will be above only. Hear me? Above only. You will never go under. You will never be defeated. You will always be victorious. You will always overcome because you are above only. That scripture is to position us this morning. It's to position. I don't care what's happening in the world. Not that I don't care or sympathize. But the fact of the matter is that that's not my reality. I don't live according to what the word tell, the world tells me. I live according to what the word of God tells me. Amen. So we are above only. You can never fail. Hear me. You can fall, but you must get up. What the devil thought is over, it's not over. Because even when they thought they were going to win by crucifying Jesus, when they thought it was over, he was to be above only. He couldn't stay down long enough. He couldn't remain down there. He had to come to the top. Why? Because he is above only. Amen. Amen. The way to get to the above only means you need the triple S. And I'm not talking about Luis Suarez and Sterling and Sturridge, the time when they were at Liverpool. I'm talking about the triple S. Amen. This triple S. You need the super seed. You need the superiority. And you need the supernatural. So this morning, now that you have an apostle is on holiday, I'm going to take advantage and I'm going to take you through the whole Bible. You can't go anywhere. We're going to inch the story. If you leave, we're going to tell apostle that you left. Luke chapter 3 verse 23. Here we go. It says, now Jesus himself began his ministry at about 30 years of age, being as was supposed the son of Joseph, the son of Heli. Keep going. Need to move with me. The son of that person, the son of Levi, the son of Malchi, the son of Janna, the son of Joseph, the son of that one, the son of Amos, the son of Nahum, the son of Esli, the son of Nagai, the son of whatever, the son of that one, also the son of Semei, the son of Joseph, the son of Judah, the son of Joe, whatever, the son of Resha, the son of Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, the son of Neri, the son of Malchi, the son of Adai, the son of Kosan, the son of whatever that name is. The son of Joseph, the son of Eliezer, the son of Joram, the son of Mattat, the son of Levi, the son of Simeon, the son of Judah, the son of Joseph, the son of Jonah, the son of Elakim, the son of Melia, the son of Menon, the son of Ma- whatever, the son of Nathan, not you Nathan, that Nathan, the son of David, the son of Jesse, the son of Obi, the son of Boaz, the son of Solomon, the son of Nashon, the son of that one, the son of Ram, the son of Hezron, the son of Perez, the son of Judah, the son of Jacob, the son of Isaac, the son of Abram, the son of Terah, the son of Nahor, the son of that person, the son of Reu, the son of Peleg, the son of Eba, the son of Shelah, the son of Canaan, the son of that one, the son of Shem, the son of Noah, the son of Lamech, the son of that one, the son of Enoch, the son of Jared, the son of Mehalil, the son of Canaan, the son of Enosh, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. That's the whole Bible. Really, that's the whole Bible. Why do you say so, Pastor B? Because let's go to Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Then God said, let us make man, this is my favorite scripture. Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his image. In the image of God created he male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. When God blesses them, gives them the command to be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, and have dominion, He says, above only. 
above only. You are made in the very image and substance of God. And this for me is something that I, that's why I say I love the scripture so much because I, con, I con, make a concerted effort to, to meditate on it. Because it's so far from what the world has told us. Amen. Are you with me? It's so far from what the world has told us. When, when God created mankind, not a Christian, mankind, when he made mankind in the beginning, he says he made him in his image, which is the class, the God class, the mini G. Are you with me? Not the big G, you're the mini G. Look at your neighbor say mini G. Yeah, in the God class, he made you in the God class, he made you in his image. It, the Bible's, uh, the interpretation is the exact duplicate of kind. You know when you see that boy walking with his dad, he says, sure, die as, as soon as a copycat. You know what I'm saying? When you see the son, you see the father, like, sure, that's like, you can tell immediately. It was like that when God looked down from heaven. He saw himself in us. Are you with me? When he made mankind, we made him in the image, we saw, he saw him in us. The very same DNA structure, the very same substance that made God is what God made us. Then he says, have, the likeness is the what? The ability to function. It's to act out and be like God. So when God makes us, hear me, when God makes us, he gives us the seed from himself. It's the seed of God. It's the super seed. Where's my super seed? Don't judge me. It's a super seed. Are you with me? He makes him, and in here is the potential and the power to function like him. If I plant this seed, it's going to produce of itself. Are you with me? When God put us in the earth, it was the ability to produce what? Him. So if you go to Genesis chapter 2 verse 7, it says, And the Lord God formed the man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the very breath of life, and man became a living being. So God makes a form of man, a human body, and breathes into the man, the man he created in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. The spirit man. Are you with me? The spirit man, God breathes into the vessel, the earthen vessel, which is the human body, in order for us to function and live in the earth, we need this vessel. Are you with me? Amen. You need the vessel. But inside of me is actually who I am. So God breathes into the man the seed of God, the spirit of the man, which has the ability to be just like God in the earth. Can you fathom that? Think about it. The maker of heaven and earth, the one who existed before existence, the one who made everything, who placed the earth where it must be, the moon, the stars, the one who spoke one word and caused the universe to still be ever increasing when he said, light, be. What happened? Light, just be. And till today they say the universe has no end. Why? Because it's forever increasing because of the word that he spoke in that time. That God takes of himself to make a man. The all-powerful, all-knowing God takes of himself to make a man. And then he says, now I'm going to plant you in the earth and be. Live out of the power that I've placed on the inside of you. But unfortunately, we know something happened, right? Go to Genesis chapter 3. Skip that one. Keep going forward. Go to verse 2. Not having, no, no, no. Go back. Go to verse, I think it's verse 3, verse 4. Said the serpent said to the woman, you will surely not die. So now he's coming to what? To deceive the woman, right? For God knows in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. She was already like God. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and it is desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate, and he also gave to her husband, and he ate. Listen to me. So she had the worst case of FOMO, right? <laughs> she had the worst case of FOMO. Why? Because she actually had already what he said she didn't have. And because he made her think that she didn't have what she already thought, what she already did have, she acted upon what she thought she didn't have, and her FOMO caused her to sin. For the older folk, fear of missing out. FOMO. She thought she was missing out, yet God placed everything 
on the inside of her. The ability to be like him was already in existence inside of the woman. Amen. Verse 14. So the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all the cattle and more than every birds of the field. On your belly you shall go and you shall eat the dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her. Capital S. Hear me. Well, the Bible says when Adam partook, then the eyes were open and then sin came into effect, right? Because the seed was corrupt. Because who carries the seed? The man. So when the man partook, he corrupted the seed that God placed inside of him, which means everything he produced after himself will produce after its own kind, which means Adam now only had the potential to produce sinners. He no longer had the potential to produce God-like sons in the earth. He only had the ability to produce a son. I shared this before with you. If your child is standing in the cookie jar, he's eaten all the cookies, his face is full of cookies, and you come there and he's four years old and you say, did you eat the cookies out of the cookie jar? No, daddy. Who taught him to lie? His nature. The ability when you, when you squeeze toothpaste, what comes out? A tube of toothpaste, what comes out? Toothpaste. When you squeeze a sinner, what's going to come out? Exactly. So why you get messed up in people's sin? Sin is sin. Why are you stressing yourself? They can't help but function according to the nature. It's the potential, the seed on the inside of them. But he says, I'm going to send a big S seed to destroy you. I'm going to send. That was God's plan. That's the Bible. That's why we read Luke chapter 3. Everything else is just meat around it. Why? Because from when he made the son of God, which was Adam and Adam's son, you follow that lineage all the way to the New Testament until God introduces the new seed, which is Jesus Christ. That's why the Bible is not an historical account of the earth. It's only following the seed. Only following the seed. It's from this one to this one, to this one, to this one. Why? It's the seed going. Duh, 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 until eventually it comes to where? To Joseph, who was his father in the natural but the bible says when god comes to mary the holy spirit impregnates her and what happened in genesis chapter 2 verse 7 when god breathed the breath into the vessel is what happened with mary at the encounter god places the seed of himself the biggest and puts it inside of the woman the vessel to give birth to the messiah so when Jesus comes on the scene, the Bible says he's the last Adam. Why? Because he's made of the very substance that the first Adam was made of. So what you see Jesus doing, Adam could do. That was the norm for Adam. You know how Jesus just shows up in a place. The doors were closed and yet Jesus just rocks up. I don't know how I would take that moment. You know what I'm saying? If it was in the ghetto, you see a nine will come out. You know what I'm saying? But No judgments. But here somebody just appears, standing before you. That means Adam was not bound by space, time, or matter. Why could Jesus walk on the water? He wasn't bound to space, time, or matter. Where gravity affected everybody else, it could not affect him. Amen. Why? Because the seed that was in him was producing the fruit to be like God. First Peter 1 verse 23, in the Amplified, the one that I gave you. Okay, it says, you have been regenerated. Hear me. Because Jesus, think about this. Jesus comes onto the scene. He's the capital S. The enemy thinks he's going to kill him. Think about it. By destroying him. Here's the thing. The one who knew no sin, the seed that had no sin inscribed in itself, the Bible says, became sin, took sin on him. Amen. So that we can become the righteousness of God. He came to do the exchange. But the problem is when they crucified him and they put him in the ground, because unless a grain of wheat dies and falls to the ground, it stands alone. So when they sowed Jesus, they killed him, they crucified him and sowed him into hell. The seed that was on the inside of him could only go above only. It couldn't remain there. So he stripped the enemy. The Bible says he made a public spectacle of him, stripped him of all his power, gets raised up to the top, and now he's seated in heavenly places. Where? Next to the Father. Why? Because that seed cannot stay down. 
The God seed cannot stay down. What's inside of you and me as a born again believer cannot remain under. Hear me. It cannot remain under. It's a seed of victory. It's a seed of overcoming. It's a seed of blessing. It's a seed of healing. It's a seed of prosperity. It does not have the ability to remain under. I don't care where you position today. I'm coming to tell you, you cannot remain under. You are above only. First Peter 1 verse 23 says, you have been regenerated. Born again. Regenerated. Generated comes from the word gene. It means you've been given a different gene. The genes of your parent where they tell you that that sickness is going to flow down to you. Hell to the no. I rebuke that thing because there's a different seed on the inside of me. My lineage, my DNA, and my substance comes from God and God himself. There's no sickness in my daddy. Therefore, there's no sickness in me. He says you've been regenerated, born again, not from mortal origin, sperm or seed, but from one that is immortal by the ever-living and lasting what? Word of God, you have been born again from the super seed. It's a super seed functioning on the inside of you. That's why the Bible says Christ is in you and you are in him. Let's, let's just look at this. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. And all of us, as with unveiled face, because we continue to be holding what? In the word of God, as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are constantly being transfigured into his very own image in ever increasing splendor and from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord who is the spirit. Think about this. Keep the scripture up. It says, with unveiled face, because now, when you're born again, the veil is lifted. You can see what others can't see. Amen. It says, we continue to hold in the word of God as in a mirror. So when you born, this seed in here is not this seed in my hand, but just for illustration purposes. Imagine that this seed comes from this packet. What's this seed going to produce? Oh, I don't even know. Ooh. Oh, carnation. That's an easy one. It's going to produce a carnation. Praise Jesus. So this seed, when sown, is going to produce this picture. So when this seed looks at this picture, it's beholding what? Itself. So read again. Because if you continue to behold in the word of God as in a, this is a reflection of the seed. So when you're looking in the word, it's a reflection of who? Think about it. When you're looking into the word, you're looking into a mirror, it's a reflection of who? No, me. Why? Because I'm born of the same seed. So it says when you're looking into the mirror which of, the, of the word of God, the, we continue to be holding the word of God as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord. Because when this thing comes into its glory, when this seed comes into its glory, what are you going to see? This picture. So when you come into your glory, what are you going to see? God in the earth. Are you with me? Stay with me. When, when you come into the fullness of who you are, who do we see? We see Christ in you. We see God made manifest in the earth. Why? Because you're born from the same what? Seed. Are constantly being transfigured. Plant this thing every day. It's going to force itself because of the potential on the inside of it to produce this. Every day, give it the right conditions, put water on it. It's going to force itself every day to do what? To look like this. Stay in the Word, wash yourself with the water of the Word, keep reminding yourself of that seed that God put on the inside of you, and eventually what? You're going to just give birth and produce prosperity, divine healing, wisdom that comes from God, solutions to the earth. Why? Because you cannot help but help it if you respond to what God has placed on the inside of you. Amen. Listen to this, Ephesians 1 verse 3 says, every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies where? In that seed. In Christ Jesus, in you. Listen to this. What am I doing? I'm showing you this, of who you are in the word of God. Colossians 2 verse 9 to 10 in the Amplified says, 
For in him the whole fullness of the deity, the God, the Holy Spirit, the Father, and the Son, the Son, the Father, the Holy Spirit, continues to dwell in bodily form, giving complete expression of the divine nature. Next one. And you are in him made full and having come to fullness of life. In Christ you too are filled with the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Who's in you now? The fullness of the Godhead. The fullness of the Godhead is in you right now. If you are a born again believer, if you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you've been born again, not from a mortal seed, but from an immortal seed, one that is incorruptible, one that cannot be corrupted, that's grace. Grace says it doesn't matter what you do, you cannot corrupt the seed that you are born from. Are you with me? And every time I stay in grace, means every time I'm responding to the seed that God has put on the inside of me. That means wherever I go, I can be above only. I don't care about sickness and disease. I am above only. I don't care what you said about me. I am above only. I don't care where I came from in the natural, who gave birth to me, my struggles, my situations. I am above only. Why? Because that's all I can produce. The fullness of the Godhead is in you. Fathom that. Then Luke chapter 17, verse 20 to 21. I'm, all I'm doing is I'm showing you this. He says, now when he was asked by the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God will come, he answered them and said, the kingdom does not come with observation, nor will they say, see here or see. Therefore, indeed, the kingdom of God is where? Only Christ can hold the kingdom. That seed that he put in you has the entire kingdom in it. So you're not bound by the systems of this world unless you choose it. Think about what's happening in the world today with the, the coronavirus. Can you see how fragile the world system is? Look at how economies are failing. I spoke to my sister, she's in France. The people are in so much fear. They didn't just buy the sanitizers. They bought out the whole supermarket. The whole supermarket. The shelves are empty. She took pictures. She said, look here. The people are going crazy in France. They're just buying up everything. Economies are failing. They're even having a crazy issue with the diesel price. Where does diesel ever go down? Where? Think about it. Think how fragile that system is. Yet people build their lives of dependency upon that system. And once again, and you know, I was listening to something yesterday. She was just saying that people have the wrong facts even about the virus. Yes, it is spreading, but she said the deaths, 90% of the deaths are because people had existing conditions already. It wasn't necessarily the virus. But they're using the media to put you away in a tailspin. There's nothing wrong with being hygienic. You understand what I'm saying? So if you must clean our hands, great. There's no issue. Don't fight it. We don't want to be dirty anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Must clean more, we clean more. Amen. Nobody wants to be dirty. It's fine. But the fact of the matter is that we don't abide by that system. The system that's in me is way over that system. And that system that's in me will force me to become above only all the time. I don't care about the economic situation. God's going to give us the wisdom, us the insight, us the idea to transfer the wealth from where it is right now and put it into the kingdom of God so we can use it for His kingdom and for His glory. And the reason why I'm telling you this is why I want you to look at this and understand this is who you are. is because you need to have the right image on the inside of you. You see, you need to walk around with a superiority complex. Now, I'm not saying to lord over people or to be someone that is boastful about who you are. I'm talking about walking around with a superior complex stating that it doesn't matter where I go. It doesn't matter who comes around me. What's inside of me is far greater than anything around me. It's not about dominating people, but dominating situations and circumstances. It's not about coming against people. Not, our fight is not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers. Are you with me?
rulers of darkness and spiritual hosts of wickedness. That's our fight. We come into the spirit. And when you come into the spirit, because Jesus already whipped you nine times over, I just need to stand there in my authority and in my position and declare because of what God has placed on the inside of me, I am above only. When I come in here, somebody else from this world might be submitted to this information, but not me. Why? Because I'm a superior being. The fullness of the Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of me. Imagine the church catches this revelation. You see, they're saying there's a pandemic of this virus. Out of the kingdom, there's going to be a pandemic of divine healing. Not just of corona, of everything. Wherever we go, healing must just break out. You know, we were in prayers yesterday, and I just had an image in my mind because I, I like movies and I'm in the industry. So I just had a picture saying, like, you know what? When Peter was operating on the earth, what was going on? They were laying people in his shadow. They say, you mustn't touch anybody with your hands. We don't need to. Yeah, just put him here, laying there in the shadow. As I walk past, heal and wholeness. If Peter did it, why can't we? God's no respect of persons. If you're walking in faith, believing that this is who God says you are, then wherever you go, the atmosphere must change. Demons must tremble. Why? Because we rocked up on the scene. When they see you, they're going to see the Jesus inside of you and say more than 2,000 years ago, the same seed stripped me of my power. He whipped me. He made a public spectacle of me. Come on, this is this, this moment that's happening in the world today. It's an opportunity for the church. But it's not going to happen if we don't see ourselves the way that we should. If we don't look into the mirror. Are you with me? If we don't look into the mirror, you must have a superiority complex. You must go into a place and say, this is not for me. Because hear me, put up the picture of your spirit, soul, and body quickly. First Thessalonians 5 verse 23, I think it is. It says, now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved. Go to the picture. Thank you, Jesus. Spirit, soul, that's wrong. Body. So the goal, take it down and fix it. Spirit, soul, body. Your spirit, man, is complete. It's sealed. It cannot be corrupted. The Bible says incorruptible incorruptible think about it that's why when you when you fall into a place or you make a mistake it's not detrimental to your nature it's a fight of your two natures are you with me that's why you can come before your daddy and say you know what daddy i'm sorry i made a mistake help me to fix it here's the thing your soul is the issue your soul is made up of your mind your will and your emotions your thinker your feeler and your chooser the decisions I make, the decisions I make, the way I feel about a situation, are you with me? And the way I think about a situation is all locked up in the soul. So the enemy cannot mess with your spirit man because your spirit man is perfect. The Bible says you've been sealed. You know, for Dollar used the example of when they seal, when his, when his mother used to seal a, a pickle jar. He said the way they seal that thing, there's nothing going in and nothing coming out. When you sealed, Nothing can corrupt what God has placed on the inside of you. That's the power of grace. That's why when I come into his throne, the Bible says I can, enter into, uh, I can come into his throne room of grace with boldness. I can boldly enter the throne room of grace to obtain mercy for our faults and grace to help my time of need. Why? Because he's looking at the spirit man. God knows there's issues in the soul. But he's looking at my spirit. And my spirit is perfect. Made in his image and in his likeness. When he looks at me, he sees an exact duplicate of kind. He sees Christ in me. He sees the sun made manifest inside my spirit. Are you with me? But the issue is the soul. The issue is the soul. The Bible says, for as a man thinks in his heart so easy. At the core of man, the thoughts that are prevailing is what's determining the life that you're living. The thoughts that are prevailing is determining the life that you're living because at the core of you is your belief system. So here's the thing. I'm preaching to you the truth of the word of God. In your soul, you need to make up your mind whether you choose to believe or not. And some of you are clapping your hands, but you're thinking in your mind, sure, don't, don't, don't. Why? Because we need to be consistently looking at the mirror. 
to keep changing. Are you with me? To keep changing to what God says about us so that we can think like He thinks. Are you with me this morning? Because the challenge is the enemy will bring you situations and circumstances in your life as you're growing up. All the things that happen to you, all the wrong things that happen to you is to do what? It's to mess with your soul. It's to mess with your soul. Bring me that thing. I want to show something quickly. Just bring me that stuff quickly. It's to mess with your soul because in your soul, if your soul doesn't agree with your spirit, there'll be no flow into the manifestation in the natural. Your, flow, your, your, your soul is choosing to stop it or to flow with it. Are you with me? I want to show you something quickly this morning. Just give me a little bit of water. Three John one verse two. And where's that other thing? I could have noted it on. Three John one verse two. It says, "Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper." And be in health even as your soul prospers. He says, I wish above what? Above all things. He didn't pray for his spirit. His spirit is perfect. He prays for what? That your soul will have prosperity. Why? Because your soul is determining what's flowing into the natural. It's the block between. Stand quickly, stand quickly. Stand. So if I'm the spirit, look that way. If I'm the spirit and here's the soul. There's the body. I need healing in my body. Are you with me? I need healing in my body. In my spirit, the spirit man has got the healing. The mind determines whether there's a flow from here to here or whether there's a blockage from here to here. It's the soul that determines what's going to flow. Because if the soul says in your thinking, you say, I heard the word on healing according to Isaiah 53 verse 5 that says, by his stripes I am made whole. But in my mind I'm saying this pain is enough. What's going to override what? Whichever you choose to believe and meditate on is what's going to manifest. Sit down. Thank you. So Genesis chapter 1 verse 6. Here's God. Substance of God. He makes man. In the earth. God's seed. Are you with me? Man sins. Oh, this is not bad. We don't judge. So now man's seed no more looks like God, Jesus comes and you get born again. I said yes to the Lord. I said yes to Jesus. I said yes to him. What's this? I've changed, but where is this? My spirit. This is my soul. This is my body. So now I choose. Let's go to scripture. Thank you, Jesus. Romans 12 is doing the Amplified. Because remember, where does the enemy mess? In your soul. So he says, do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external and superficial customs, but be transformed and changed by the entire renewal of the mind. Where's your mind in your soul? By its new ideals and new attitudes that you may prove it be for yourselves what is good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Hear me. Unless you go to the Word of God and focus and meditate and stay with the Word of God, you're not going to produce the fruit of the seed that's on the inside of you. You will continuously produce the wrong thing. Why? We need to be focused on what God has said about us. Because you don't have to tell the seed. I don't have to tell the seed. Produce a nectarine in Jesus' name. Listen to me. See, you will produce. No, I'm just planted. It just needs the right environment. And what's going to happen? It's going to flourish. It's automatically designed to bring forth, to do what? To be fruitful, to multiply, to fill the earth, subdue it, and have what? Dominion. You have dominion over every sickness and disease that ever comes your way. I don't care what they say. We're walking healthy, whole, and wealthy in Jesus' mighty name. In this season, you have to learn to take the word of God and work it for yourself. Because the last one is the supernatural. You have to manifest the supernatural. How do you manifest the supernatural? You allow the seed to flow. You allow the potential of Christ that's in you to flow. I'm going to show you now. Joshua 1 verse 8. 
It says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. And thus you'll make your way prosperous and have good success. Psalms 1, Psalms 1 verse 2 to 3, it says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a what? A tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth what? The fruits in its season, whose leaves shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. You will be above only. Where's the key? You've got to meditate on the Word of God. So every time I choose the Word, I meditate on the Word. I speak His healing. Psalm 91 is my portion. A thousand for at my side, ten thousand at my right hand, but it shall not come near me. And I keep going to the Word. By his stripes I was made whole. God has given me health and healing. He has healed me and given me the abundance of peace and truth. By his stripes I am made whole. Every day in every way I'm getting better and better in Jesus' name. My mind is fortified by the word of God. I think on thoughts that are good, pure, noble, just, of good report. The beautiful, not the ugly. Things to praise, not things to curse. The best, not the worst. In Jesus' mighty name. I thank you, Father God, that I lift up the shield of faith today. I quench every fiery dart that the wicked one throws against me. My mind is bound to the mind of Christ, the truth of his word and the power of his cross. Wherever I go, people cannot help but help me. I have divine favor. I, wherever I go, experience breakthrough daily. God's word is working continuously in and through my life. I thank you, Father God, that I am wealthy. I am made in your image and in your likeness. Eventually, it cannot help but bubble over. It cannot help but manifest. But you have to make a concerted effort to go to the word of God. Why? Because here's the thing. Your soul will tell you that what it sees and experiences is the reality. But it's not. What's in your spirit is the reality. Because that's the eternal plan and move of God. And what's in eternity cannot change. Only that which is in the natural can change. Because the Bible says that that which is eternal is, that which is, 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 is natural is temporary. But that which is spirit is eternal. Listen to this. So when you're walking by faith, somebody just needs to tell me on time. Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, in the Amplified, put it up there. Listen to this. Woo. Hebrews 11 verse 1, Amplified. Come, 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 come. Boom. Hebrews by faith. You see, now it says, now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed. Hear me, if you have the paper of something. I don't care who has the possession of it in the natural. You can have a car in your garage. If I got the papers to that car, it belongs to who? It belongs to who? It belongs to me. Even though you have the papers, even though you have the car in the natural, even though the enemy holds the wealth, if I got the title deed that says God has given me a surplus of prosperity, He's opened up his good treasure to me to pour rain upon my land in my season. He blesses all the work of my hands and I shall lend to many and borrow from none. Debt free living has come to my house. That's my title deed. I don't care if you got the money. It must be handed over. The judge who sits in heaven is judging on your behalf today to say there needs to be a shift in Jesus' mighty name. He says, no, don't go away. He says the confirmation title of the things that we hope for being proof of the things we do not see and the conviction of what? Of their reality. Faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. Leave the scripture. It means what? I live out of a different reality. So you can say that that sickness is coming on people. I can say I don't care. Because he said, I'm healthy, I'm whole, divine healing is my portion. According to Isaiah 53 verse 5, I am healed by the stripes of Jesus Christ. Are you with me? Why? Because I must choose the reality I'm living out of. Because you live from the inside out. So even whatever you're facing, whenever you stand, standing, you say, I am above only. I'm never beneath. I don't care what it looks like to my senses. I don't care what it looks like to my senses. I can have a pain. I can have uh, people phoning me for money. When that phone rings, you don't want to answer. You pick it up and say, pain in Jesus' name. Come on. 
I am debt free. I'm the lender, not the borrower. It's done. It's paid. Why? What reality are you? Now, it doesn't mean you go make the yellow debt and then you just forgive. You know what I'm saying? That's not, that's not what the Lord is saying. You see, the enemy will always put you under pressure to make your soul cave. And the minute he's got your soul, he's got you. Because he's going to block this from flowing and flowing. Yours is to meditate what? On the word that is in you. Because that's when you're co-laboring with God. It's when you and God are working together and the power of God can now flow through you in an unprecedented manner. I had a picture, man, in my mind when you were at prayers yesterday. I was saying, you know, I watch a lot of movies, so don't judge me. I love, I'm going to make my own with my son because that's our big deal. But I, I see like, you know, a SWAT team in the movies when they're in the plane and they're flying over the enemy territory and they got their black outfit on their goggles and they're talking in the plane. Now, you know what I'm saying? And they got their parachute on and the doors open. They're going to go seal team six. You know what I mean? They're going to now jump over this territory. Why should they not be dropping us all over Europe? Just to do what? To walk in the streets so our shadow can go wherever it needs to go. Now you see, half of us are clapping because half of us are sitting in unbelief. I rebuke that thing in the name of Jesus. Why? Because you need to focus on the seed that's on the inside of you. Um, it doesn't mean that nothing's going to come here. The minute you choose the word of God, that's why it says in, I think it's uh, uh, Mark chapter 4, where it speaks of the parable of the sower. It says when you sow the word, immediately... He comes to do what? To take the word so he can remove what? The mirror. He don't want you to know who you are. He wants to mess with your identity because anybody who doesn't know who they are will never be able to flow in the anointing and power that God has got for them. Yours is to stay here. So it doesn't matter what happens. You know, my children, every morning, every morning, it's I am confessions and scripture. Every morning, until we add something new, another scripture, we're going to learn another scripture. Now we're busy with Psalm 91. You know the blessing confession that Apostle gave? The blessing, is, the blessing is on me, it's working for me, it's flowing through me, removing anything that is a burden to me, and delivering everything I need to live a life of victory in Jesus' name. They will say it. Why? They have to program themselves to look at something different. You know, I, my son is getting baptized today, Judah. Both actually. But here's the thing. So he asked me about baptism. I'm like, okay, cool. What's this now about? I'm like, okay, what do you want, bro? It's like, yeah, this is okay. Let me give you an understanding about baptism, about being born again and stuff. So I start explaining to him. I say, baby, I teach him this message that I told you. I teach him. I say, go to Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, my boy. It says, God made man in his image and in his likeness. So we're made from the very same substance that God is made of. You know what makes God? Makes us. And I'm going to explain this thing. And he's got a, this big grin on his face. I'm thinking, is this like, you know, messing with me and wasting my time? You know what I'm saying? I mean, this guy now thinks this is a joke. So eventually I stop. I say, Putty, why are you smiling? Is this a joke? He says, no. I say, so why are you smiling? He says, this is so cool. He's like, this is so cool, daddy. Why? Because imagine telling children you can be just like God. There's no other issues in the soul to still deal with where you came from, what your mother said, what your father said. There's a lot, Lamaki, and all the word curses that are spoken over your life in your soul. So when I tell you that God's made you for greatness, or I tell you that wealth is all over you because you come from an economically deprived childhood, now you can't believe that God has made you out in a way that's stuck. It's stuck in the soul, but not with them. Teach them now. I say, you made it. when you speak something, my boy, something can happen for you. Why? Because God is with you. And now that you're born again, you are blessed. There's something inside of you that is the ability to produce God-like result. He couldn't stop smiling. For him, he's like, sure, is this for real? He must have thought he's in a superhero movie. All my dreams of being Batman, Spider-Man have just come true. I can, are you with me? Why are we not rejoicing like that this morning? Why is the church not functioning like that today? Wherever the church is, Italy, the States, the UK, healing. You know how they give that, 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 it's my time up. You know how they give that, that, um, the map, the global map, when they show the dots of other corona spreading. They should be there in the other color dot showing how the, the divine healing is just spreading. Show that story. 
What we, why, Jack, I don't know what happened here today. Another church just got up and started praying for their community. Out in here, yes, out here in Coltsonville, we just had another church just jump up and start praying oh, in the yeah. spirit, Jack. I don't know what's happening, but this coronavirus just dying. We just seen green all over the place. Come on, church. We is the church. Why aren't we walking in the power of God upon our lives? You got to push for something today. Hear me, you got to push for something today. Don't sit back and think the thoughts that are not of God. Plant ye seed in your mind. So I refuse to think this thought. Because by his stripes I am made home. I don't care what you say. I don't care, body. You're going to shut up now. You know you have to be ruthless with yourself. You have to be ruthless. Sometimes you just tell us, hey, shut up, man. Apostle Shady, you're the one that we had to pray for me. That night I got up, I'm telling you now. I was with my father the whole of December. I'm ending. You can send the band up, Marie. I'm with my dad the whole of December, and I'm seeing the, how dementia has taken him and done what it's done to his mind and his body and affected everything about him. And if you know my dad, my dad was like, everything is in its place. There's nothing. The garden is the greenest garden you'll find wherever you go. Every plant, there's not a weed, there's nothing. He, everything. And just you put it out of place. But everything, and I look at him now and I'm thinking, yo. And I spend so much time with him. And you know, every time I, I forget something, or like somebody says, and it's like, yo, I forgot that thing. Then what does my mind say? It's in your lineage, brother. <laughs> yeah. So what do you say? Oh, you see? It's a science. See, see, shoo, shoo. You forgot the game. Shoo, shoo. In your mind. And I'm laying down one night, and the other spirit just says, you're losing your mind. And I couldn't, hear me, I couldn't do anything. I got up like, like what the heck is going on? Eden so asked me what's going on. I'm like, nothing. I just walked inside. I'm like, yo, I can't speak now. And I just started praying in the spirit. And I said, no, I bind my mind to the mind of Christ. Everything God has said about me is true. I have a new lineage because I'm not born of the seed of my natural father, but of the father who is Christ. And the weapons of my warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. I cast down every vain imagination and high thing that lifts itself against the knowledge of God. I take every thought captive and bring it into the obedience of Jesus Christ. I bind my mind to the mind of Christ, the truth of His word and the power of His cross. I bind the spirit of fear. I have not been given a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I declare and declare I'm walking healthy and whole all the days of my life. The seed of Christ is producing and manifesting the healing that I need in my soul and in my body daily. God loads me with benefits daily i'm fulfilling my purpose my life cannot end now i will walk out the fullness of what god i had to start to speak to what to my soul to say shut up i'm not gonna listen to you because you are not my reality you determine what reality you live by and live out it by the words that you speak and the scripture that you meditate on because the same way you're worrying about that situation it's the same way you meditate on the word Worry is meditation on fear. Sure. Daily you must be speaking. You must look in to the mirror. And when you look into a mirror and something's out, what do you do? If you put on that makeup a big skiff, you can wipe it. So when you're looking into the mirror and you see that attitude is not of Jesus, I just wipe it. I say, I'm not going to look like you, devil. I look like Christ that is in me. Wherever I go, healing spreads forth. Wherever I go, people cannot help but help me. When I come into an environment, into my workplace, like Pastor Michelle said, they must look at you and think, ah, what's up with this person? Why do you have a joy? Why do you have a confidence the way that you do? They must question to say there's something about you. It's going to open up opportunities for ministry in the season. Hear me. Wherever you go, whatever you do, when you manifest the fruit that's on the inside of you, it's going to take over the world. These campuses must be built. It's time for us to walk in divine alignment with what God wants. It's time for us to see ourselves the way God sees us. Amen. And you've got to fight. Hear me? It's a fight to keep that thing. Because when it doesn't look right in your bank account, or when something's happening, what are you speaking? 
what the Bible says, what, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. What's lodged inside there, when you get squeezed in a situation, you're going to see what comes out of your mouth. And it's okay, because there's grace to deal with that thing. The Bible says he will uproot everything that he has not planted inside of you. But you have to acknowledge that this thing I'm going to deal with in the season. You know what I've done? I started to put an alarm on my clock now every second hour to, for me to do my confessions. I've made a commitment that when I get out of my car at Studios on Harley, I say, wherever the souls of my feet shall tread, that has he given unto me. I possess this building in Jesus' name. Why? Because the word will manifest by itself. The Bible says that the word has power within itself to bring itself to pass. It's not by your effort. It's by your alignment. It's not by your effort. It's by your alignment. Because God can speak and say, go left. And when I align, there's an outpouring. Breakthrough. Answers. A manifestation of the supernatural wherever you go. Isaiah says you were made for signs and for wonders. We pray that some born-again doctor will get a download from heaven and get an answer to what's happening in the world today. And that people will know that it came from him. There's Booker T. Washington. I'm going to end with this. Booker T. Washington. He said, uh, not Booker T. Washington. Who's the guy that did the peanuts? Whoever his name is. He, he made like, I don't know how many uh, products from one peanut, from a peanut. He said, I would go into the, he, he called it God's little workshop. His, his, his lab. He said it was written God's little workshop. He used to go in there, he says, it was like God pulled back a veil and just opened my mind to formulas, to wisdom, to insight, and gave him what the inventions daily of what to, I think it was over 300, 400 products from one, from a peanut. This situation you have in the world today, Lord, open the veil. Let me see what others can't see. Let me look into what you've placed inside of me. Your responsibility is just to meditate on the word. He says, if you meditate on the day and night, you will, and observe to do according to all this written, you will make your way prosperous and you'll have good success. Above only is the only outcome for your life. Amen. Please stand this morning.